All right. For the next segment, we got your brother coming in, and for that, I'm going to step. You mean out like of... my blood brother or like my? <laughs> Let me make sure I get this right for Tango. Um, you're both, I guess. Well, you put him in one of your films. You should know him just as much as I do. Well, yeah, I'm saying he's uh, yeah. So our brother, your blood brother. Uh, I'm going to. In fairness, uh, I've hung out with your brother more. You've hung out with mine. So somebody's slipping. This feels really weird doing this after the after the the diatribe that you just went on. But the white man is about to get up and give his seat to the black man coming in to sit down. It all starts uh, with change, guys. So I'm gonna go sit in the back of the room. And we are here for a segment you know as cast, crew, and you. Throughout the season, this is where we bring in people from films who are actors, actresses, directors, cinematographers. But we felt it not just as if, if not at least once this season, we can actually make it a true cast, crew, and you. And this week who we have here, we have none other than the person responsible for about 40% of my early childhood, all the film, TV. I would say it's more like 65 Ah, they forget where they come from. But with that being said, this week on TTFT, we have none other than Julian. You know him as number 12 in your program, number one in your hearts, Wilson. Welcome to the show, Mr. Wilson. Appreciate it. It's an honor to be here. Hey, Mr. Wilson. Hey, sorry. (laughs) All right. No Dennis the Menace. Okay. And at the end of the show, ladies, we're going to let you date on, uh, uh, basically take a poll on who has the sexiest voice. And I already know who that is, ladies. So, well. Yeah. Deep as a well. And with that being said. Hello. All right, guys. So with that being said, you know what we're talking about this week. And the, the real reason why Julian's here with us today is because he's the person that I can give 100% credit on put. Even when I was really in the film, he used to always ask me, yes, have you not seen Jackie Brown? And I was like, no, I don't I don't I don't want to see it. He Jackie? Was, He's like, stop what you're doing right now. Turn to this channel. Your kids, you usually have to turn to a channel before all the fire stick days and everything. You used to turn to the channel. True. True. And so none other. We are here directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring, of course, everybody you know, from Michael Keaton to Chris Tucker to to Pam Greer to uh, the list goes Samuel. on. Samuel. L. Jackson. I mean, the list just really goes on, on, and on. And not a rest in peace, Mr. Tiny Lister Zeus as well. You get my beeper number. See, there you go. All right. So with that being said, let's jump right into it. So I must ask you, Julian, yes. what what elements about this film made it stand out in your mind to be one of those films that no matter where it's at, you had to stop and watch it right then and there? Well, for me, the movie itself uh, is just a Tarantino classic. Mm. Now, I know a lot of people gravitate to Pulp Fiction. However, for me, uh, that was his homage kind of a throwback of uh, black exploitation exploitation films. You see what I'm saying? And so, of course, anytime you got a, 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 a elder stated Pam Greer, that's going to stop you in your tracks right there. I know a lot of y'all don't know about that, but if you were to go back maybe mm, 35 so years and just... Uh, black coffee? Oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to me. Say something. Ah. But yeah, just go back and check out some of her earlier work. She was more than a dime piece. She might have been a, a quarter. Silver dollar is what I call them. A quarter water. So, you know, but uh, but basically for me, uh, it's just uh, one of Tarantino's best. Like I said, uh, it's just, uh, it, it brings back all, 
it brings back all the nostalgia of those black uh, exploitation films for me. Gotcha. Now, if when you say it's one of his classes, a lot of people, like you said, you have you have Pulp Fiction, and clearly you have things like Inglorious Bastards, Hateful Eight. D- different people will gravitate towards him. He's a very controversial director. I agree. He, even when uh, is it Dust Till Dawn? Him, George Clooney. Yeah. Like, like a lot of times he will involve himself in these films. This time though, he is not involved in the he film. Not. Right. Let's talk about Sam Motherfucking Jackson. Sam for a Mother. Jackson. Not even. Let's start with him, but also tell, talk to me about the lineup of this. I mean, this is a star study. I mean, I'm talking about these aren't people at the end of their careers. So, these are just... so for me, again, Tarantino always uh, give you uh, some of Hollywood's finest. And even though they don't play major, major roles, they play their roles are pivotal in the movies. So um, when you look at the movies, you get invested in the character. It, it For me, it's never really the actors. It's more of the words. He's a wordsmith. As we said, yeah. Smith, wordsmith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He gives it to you like, and you don't, you don't even expect it. Right. Like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and this is, in, in the way he captures the black audience. Like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, of course, is when, when, uh, when, uh, when, when your boy uh, Chris Tucker. You know, your, your man, uh, he bailed him out of jail. And he was like, hey, hey man, I'm home. I'm home. And why are you home? And why are you home? And he was like, well, man, he was like, man, I hate to be type of nigga that, you know, <laughs> you know do a nigga a favor and then bam. <laughs> turn around and ask a nigga for a favor, but I'm going to have to be, be that, that nigga. nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how you They could have stopped the movie right there for me. <laughs> Classic, bro. Like I said, and, and think about how many times you, you did a nigga a favor and you'd be like, damn, I hate to ask a nigga a favor. I'm going to have to ask him because I need a favor. You know what I'm saying? All in up just to set him up to kill him. Right. You know what I'm Right, and right, that lets right, you knew right, right then from the start of the movie what type of dude you was dealing with. The character his character development had been set. Exactly. Like like exactly. I said, it's, it, it, it's hidden in the, de- the devil's in the details. And like exactly. you say, he and that's another thing that made it beautiful to me was because, again, there's a caper going on behind it. You have to look past, oh, it's just black exploitation everything. Correct. They're letting you know if you Correct. remove all color from this, there's a guy that's selling guns that... First off, selling guns is not the worst thing he does. He What did he say later on the film? This is a clear-cut case between him and me, and you damn sure it ain't going to be me. So my right. point is he is bailing niggas out to kill them. Like, right. and, and this is what's beautiful about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But not only is he bailing them out, he's a cheap killer. Because he tried, he tried, he went in there, he was like, I need you to transfer that 10000 from Beaumont over to Miss Brown. He was like, what happened to Beaumont? He's like, what's, what you, what you going to do with Beaumont? He's like, oh, I think somebody already did that. Right. <laughs> Clearly, and, and 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 the way he dances on the fine line of telling on himself, but right. not really telling but, on but, himself. But, but, but Max Cherry said it. He like because you want me to know what you think. You what kind of smart guy you are? You got stewardess is bringing you ten thousand dollars. Now why would I have stewardess bringing me ten thousand dollars? Now you want me to speculate on what you do? Right, <laughs> exactly. So like again, it's just a word smith all, all the way around. Like for me, I'm a I, I'm a person who loves um, wordplay. Um, and me and you, we you know, we do it back and forth all day. Yes. So if you are someone who loves wordplay and how words uh, can really draw you in or take you away, because you can watch an action movie, you know. And one thing about this movie, Jackie Brown, is that uh, even, and, and like I said, a lot of people compare it, try to compare it to Pulp Fiction. But to me, there uh, there is no comparison because there's two, there's just two set, two different movies all in their own in their own lane. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, with Pulp Fiction, you had you were jumping around. You know what I mean? You was this, this, and this. And they're all connected. But with with Jackie Brown, it's a it's a traditional storyline where you see a struggling black woman who's on the back end of her career. She really ain't made much of herself. What have you? And you really set the world on fire, Jackie, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> so now she's just trying to make couple ends meet. She's doing stuff she knows she shouldn't be doing. And if she eventually gets caught, now she's in a, between a rock and a hard place. Ha ha! So we think. Mm-hmm. But how we didn't know, and and what I speculate all the time is she 
She might have planned this already. She was gonna rob this nigga. Yeah, you see, what it I'm just saying? happened it's sooner just than expected. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right, because remember, she was like, "I've been thinking about how we can get your money over here." She didn't say she when she started thinking exactly. about this. There you go. Exactly. I love it. Now so you gotta look deeper. If you had a not Pam Greer and not Samuel Jackson, if you had a favorite character in this film outside of them, who would it be and why? Oh man, I mean, of course it's, it's Samuel L. Jackson. But no, but outside of them two, outside of I, Sam I, and Pam, Pam, who else? Outside of Your, Sam, Pam, yes. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's because, what we brought because here. they basically carried the movie. But if I had to have, um, I, I like Max Cherry. Okay, okay. And I tell Robert you Foster. why. Okay. I tell you why. At every at every turn, he got bit by the juice, man. Go at ahead. Every, at every turn, he he had an opportunity to fuck everybody over. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh like, yeah, really talk, real talk. Because first of all, he he been he's 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 known this game. He's he's been in the 20, game for 30 years. 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. So when he again, like he had already put the angles in play. He already knew that um, your boy. Was probably stinking in the trunk somewhere. Yeah. He already knew oh, that. Yeah. Beaumont. Beaumont. He yeah. knew Beaumont was out of there. Beaumont Livingston. Yeah. He knew that, hey, if I go, you know, at the end when, when um, Jackie offered him to come with her, he knew I, I, you was you was a part of something illicit. <laughs> I ain't going to be the road with you, but I have my memory. Yes. So he never he never stepped out of his character. Also, he could have walked right out that damn mall and not said nothing. Nobody had gone. Again, that uh, my point, he he all he stayed in his lane. He stayed true to himself, mm-hmm. which was, hey, all I am is Max Cherry. Mm-hmm. All I do is get Bonds money. Mm-hmm. And I got a big nigga name. Winston. That will go find your ass. How did, how did you find him? That's what I do. So speak, speak about that. When we talk about Tiny List, of course, me and you, uh, of course, uh, Robert, Friday. Yeah. But for me and you, yeah. uh, it was more so what he did in Fifth Element, of course. So, I mean, that, the first time, first time we ever saw a black president. Black president. Yeah, so, I mean, and... <laughs> yes, it gave him like three fucking minutes in the movie. But anyway, it's okay. Right, it's okay. So he was there, and then to now to see his range in this. But to me, I wish we could have got a little bit more of Winston because again, I mean, I'm just saying if they would if they, the movie could have ran longer. I mean, some people complain that it's three hours. Some people behind the camera. Well, but, uh, I mean, <clears throat> so okay, so just just to take a step back, you know, before even before Jackie Brown, so even before Friday, mm-hmm. see, you got to go back to. What you gonna do when the Hulkamania comes down on you? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know where I'm going. Yes, with. take t- take me there. Take me there. Zeus. Yes. The mighty Zeus. The mighty so, Zeus. So, see, I've been a fan for a long time. So, right. I, I mean, you know, so to see him in little bit parts, that doesn't bother me because, again, his presence is so overwhelming. He's right. a dominant character. You can't, he, he, he really, to me, he can't take a lead in a movie like that. Right. Because, again... His presence is so big. Not only he's a big man, right. but he has a big presence. Right. Deep voice. So whenever he speaks, it booms. So just like when that little tiny scene when he said, well, you know, give me the beeper number. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's like, well, bring me over the beeper number. Nigga. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I powerful. Mm-hmm. Stopped him in his tracks. You not, know what I'm not only, remember, a lot of people don't remember him. And I, I never hear people bring this up. He's in the dark night. Remember, he, he was on the ship. He was like, why don't you give me that? Yeah. You know I mean? I'm going to do with it what you should have did with it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He said, you can give it to me. I can take yeah. it. Man, when you got 75 hardcore cockhead niggas all quiet listening to another nigga, everybody shut the up. Exactly. All right. So, yeah, 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 I agree. Presence. Body. Build. Right. Presence. Demeanor. Voice. Right. Action. Right. And, That's and, all you got. That's all you need. So, so like I say, we would be remiss if we did not just give a, a, a definitely a shot. His, his filmography, guys, you, you have no idea. Like he said, the mighty, mighty Zeus. The so, mighty, so, mighty Zeus. So, the only one. Well, the, I wouldn't say the only one, but the first one to really slam. Cole Hogan, the true Hogan, the true slam, the true slam, the true slam. There you go, guys. Yeah. Never thought wrestling would make it to the show, but it, it did. did. All right, so let me ask you this. Okay, 
So again, I want to I want to dive into this 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 plot point okay. of this right now. So, what do you think Bobby De Niro's character, where his loyalty lied at? Because clearly he was loyal to to uh, to uh, Ordell Robin. Okay, but at the same time, it, it just his character was so just it, it, he. If I felt like he was a soldier, but he could he could be, belong to anyone. Talk to me about what what he brought to. Because you mentioned earlier that he didn't have a big part, didn't have many words, but his presence was felt. Okay, so I'm gonna sum this up with one line. What happened to you? You used to be so beautiful. So that told you right there, this guy used to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. This guy was probably hard hitting. Yeah. No action. No, 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 no bullshit. No bullshit. Will just knock your ass out. Right. Do you have he need to do you. Right. But unfortunately, <laughs> okay, unfortunately, Father Time mm-hmm. and the drugs have caught up. <laughs> so, you know, he, 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 he was, he wasn't, he wasn't the same guy. He was he was he, he wasn't that same guy. So so when so when Bo, so when um when 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 Odell said those words, he meant it. He meant it. Man, what happened to you, man? Well, is she dead? Is she not doing And 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 that's again, hats off, Robert Bobby De Niro, playing that role, playing that playing that. That in between character, right? Again, we've seen him in lead, so many lead characters. He, but he, he everything, stepped, yeah, he everything. back, but he still gave Raging everything. Bull, he still everything. gave you everything he had in the movie because, again, how many people can pay a functional junkie? True. You know what I'm saying? Christian Bale, the boxer, made, made. <laughs> yeah. But but that but again, not only a, a pivotal character, right, right, but a pivotal plot correct because again he killed he killed Melody right now did now did he rob her? Didn't. I don't think he did. He didn't. No, he didn't. But but as as as, 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 as Ordell was looking like, yeah, the hey, nigga I know you're this bitch, right? The, the nigga I know right. would, would have my money, right? Right. So, right. Here. And that's why so, he said, yeah. So and he didn't want to kill him. He didn't want to kill him, but he had to. He was a The moment you come alive, a lot. The L is for liability, Ordell. O R D E liability, liability, roping. I think more so. I'm not saying he 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 want he didn't want to kill him. He didn't. He didn't. But again, he had to. He had to kill him because of why. First of all, I you have broken the sacred trust. Right. A, as in meet the Falkers. Right. You were in the, the circle, circle of trust, trust and now like, <laughs> you broke the circle of trust. Right. Once you break that circle of trust, now you're right. You become a liability. So I have to tie up all my loose ends. Right. I was gonna kill Melody anyway, but I, I appreciate you. See, I, in my mind, he was gonna kill everybody anyway. Right. That's how you got to me. That's how you got to look at the movie because again, he showed you who he was in the opening scene. Correct. I'm killing everybody. Who is that? An employee I had to let go. I'm taking my money and I'm getting the hell out of it. What you going to do? Spend the rest of my life spending? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this real quick. And it's because you just said this now. To me, I think most people don't understand this. Because you said, okay, it's an interesting plot point that Robert De Niro's character... He used to be a soldier. And like I right. say, I think that's Tarantino paying an homage. So if you've seen Raging Bull, if you've seen Heat, if you've seen God, I mean, whatever. I mean, we don't have to go down. We know he's a legend. So mm-hmm. my point is this. It, what, what makes me bring this up, is, I don't know if you saw it. Well, actually, we did talk about it, The Irishman. Now, to me, like, that's him. Like you, see, To me, like I said, they, that's not him. But, like, he's later stages in his life. But my point is this, is that mm-hmm. we get, this is what is beautiful about film. The setup was he didn't have many words. He had a little bit of screen time. But, right. like, to your point, that from the time that motherfucker gets in the mall and leaves, that's where we get the payoff of the soldier he used to be. When she right. look at him, she's like, "The job too much for you." He gives that look like, right. "Don't you know what the fuck I didn't did right. over the last two days?" They still ain't caught me for. Right. They still looking for the good fellas version of me. Right. 
Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, yeah. It's a, I mean, we right. got that. It's like a him that that tracking scene in the the parking lot is him. That's the that's the last ten seconds of the soul. He ain't been waiting to use this shit, fam. He was like, ah, right, right, right. And and, and, and it's such a far uh, such a far character from what we're used to seeing him playing, like in uh, in Heat. Yes, lead character. You know what I mean? Main character. What is the flip side of that coin? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I take you down. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it, that 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 just shows you again a, a, another actor who's been doing it for forty plus decades. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just giving you range. And again, he didn't need to be in on every scene of the movie. But again, once he once he steps in, you know he's going to give you something. You know he's going to give you he's going to give you a degree that that you didn't have or that you weren't right. expecting. You know what I'm saying? Again. We don't know if if he didn't he, he didn't really take we know he didn't take the money correct but because he he's not the person he used to be Odell doesn't know right and again once you broke that circle of trust you gotta go right and I think that's one of the best lines you hit like you really hit on here what happened to you man you used to be beautiful like they say they did time to get he didn't see it's like seeing somebody you know been a soldier all your life now all of a sudden they just like a shell of themselves exactly. like he couldn't exactly. even. Remember, he like, well, I figured you ain't had no pussy in a while. I see, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What sets uh, Jackie Brown apart from, and you, you were talking about this earlier, not just from other Tarantino films. What mm-hmm. makes this a classic? Because as you know, we have shit where wide stuff is just on. But yeah. when Jackie Brown's on, you call us, be like, you know what's on? Like, what sets it to that standard? Again, it's just it's just the words. Again, if you're a, if you're a lover of words like I am, and you you know the power of words. Because, see, words, words set your emotion. They set your tone. You know, if somebody's telling you a story, that story can either make you sad or it can make you happy, depending on what what verbiage or what words they use, or even the, you know how how they how they set it up. So with so with Jackie Brown, it's all it's always about the setup. It's always about the setup. Like even though he wasn't like a, a classic scene when 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 uh, or um, Odell was, was going to try to um, probably kill Jackie in the beginning. This motherfucker walking around cutting off lights. <laughs> And she in there trying to make coffee. <laughs> and she couldn't. It's a whole nother yeah, thing that's going so, on. So, so now that, those wasn't words, but, right. what, but, but the scene was so beautiful because this nigga putting on and, gloves. Come on, quote Paul Mooney. How many gloves did this nigga have? Right? Yeah, the brown ones, the black ones. I was like, <laughs> putting damn. on gloves. But again, Jackie, knowing the motherfucker she dealing with, right. was prepared for him. Already just stole the gun uh, from the uh, Bells bondsman. He hid it in the purse next to the cigarettes. She already, she oh, you want to talk? Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, so again, so to me, what sets it off is, is two things. Again, first for me, it's the words, classic lines, AK forty-seven. When you absolutely got to kill every motherfucker in the building, you no know what I'm saying? With no exception, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Classic. How many times have you want to use that line on a motherfucker? Like right. for real. And then they got the right motherfucker to say it too. Exactly. And then it's just the way it was set up. Like again, I, I reference back to he wanted to put Beaumont in the trunk. Man, I want to help you out. <laughs> I want to get no Trump. Right, right. Like, damn, man. And it's funny you say that because if they, you guys have seen the episode, that's the opening to what we did today. That's a, um, <clears throat> the scene he's referencing with Chris Tucker and, of course, with Samuel Jackson. Now, before we let you go, I, I would be remiss if I didn't. I know we talked a lot about Jackie Brown, but, of course, I again, I must pay homage to things. People never get their flowers while they can still smell them. He is genuinely he didn't take me to any basketball courts he didn't take me to any football fields and you guys better thank him for it because this is what you got from it but again i what got you i i know what got me into it but what got you into watching film what got you into just saying there's something about what i'm saying like you mentioned words and stories and setups but what really got you into damn it this is just i'm gonna i love watching film tv what, what, what got you into it so for me um 
TV is always, uh, of course, they usually call it the idiot box. So, but to me, it's really a form of of, uh, of learning. You can watch uh, a, a different genre of films, movie, TV. Like my my, I've never been stuck on one simple thing. So, if I cut on the TV, I might start watching a movie that I've seen before, and just wait till I see my favorite parts. Then I might flip to the news and see what's going on, try to, you know, keep myself abreast of what's going on in the world. Then I might flip to nature. You know what I mean? So television and movies are educational tools or can be educational tools if you if you allow them to be. So with that being said, I've always been a person that looks for knowledge uh, in various places. And again, you, to me... Someone's always telling a story because that's really all a movie is, is a story. If, if you're watching television, somebody's telling you a story. If you're watching the news, you're hearing real-time stories. So all these things correlate with one another and they, and they bring you to a place where if you allow yourself to understand and listen um, and basically soak in what's going on, it's going to educate you to things that you may have not even been aware of. Like I said, I watched the Nature Channel, National Geographic, and you can sit there and watch that all day. I mean, for right. someone that loves nature, you don't really have to love nature, but nature is basically humanity repeating itself. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So if you're it's someone that's in tune with that particular uh, part of yourself, then you will basically uh, educate yourself and enlighten yourself. Well, there, there you have it, and, and thus that you see the foundation of it and where he comes from and why he doesn't. And like I say, if I didn't ever say thank you, I want to say thank you to the world for for Mr. Julian Wilson joining us on TTFT. Appreciate and guys, if you're if you're going to go look him up on IMDb, there the world is fortunate enough to find one project that me and him are in together, directed by none other than Durden Godfrey. I am going to kill someone this Friday. Pick it up there now but julian we thank you for coming hey, on listen by the way you're going to be the one and only you of cast crew and you to say hey, listen we're going to put you up there you got some heavy competition for our best interview number 24 <laughs> on your fans page number one in your hearts is that only fans or which fans are you talking hey, about hey black and dicker season one coming soon find us in all these links it's coming up right now Why don't you subscribe? It'll last longer.